Welcome back to Indyland. Well, we're at episode 28. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I th- there's no significance about that number to me. Is it to you? No. Just to say that Eberle did used to wear number th- 27. He did, yeah, I was right when I... I was just trying to think um, number 28 is for Arsenal. Nah. Um, Colo Torre, <laughs> to begin yeah. with. He wore that. Um. Can't really think of any other significant dates or anything like that. Twenty-eight. So 
Is your, is your birthday on 28? Yeah, 27. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember, um, actually, well, there is a significance to the 28th, and it's not a good way. So I remember celebrating my 18th birthday um, in a local nightclub. And this pillock that we know, um, his birthday's on the 28th, and he decided to come along. He's not even a mate of mine, really. And he decided to take over my birthday. Not very nice. Uh, he lives in Spain now, so we don't have to see him anymore. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right. Uh, so moving on. Kieran, uh, so Kieran. we only recorded a few days ago. Um, I know. So I, was it's about to say, I was just about to say, what have you done this week? But I only asked you a couple of days ago. I probably have done more in the past couple of days than I have all last week. Um, went to a gig last night. Um, yeah. That was pretty good. It was uh, Paul Carrick, as I said in the last one. Um Bit of, a, bit of a tame one, obviously, with my dad. Uh, but it was a good gig. It was... Um, at first, at first, I thought he played a lot of new stuff, stuff that he'd done in lockdown and stuff like that. And I thought, this is a bit self-indulgent. Like, really good voice. Like, really good voice. Um, and I thought, oh, I don't know. He's maybe misjudged this a bit. Then he played The Living Years. And that mm. was unbelievable. Uh, and then he just started belting out some classics from Ace and Squeeze. Actually, he didn't do many Squeeze songs. I think he did about two. Um, but the, the two main Mike and the Mechanic songs. He just said he had such... Go on. How long? Yes, from Ace, yeah. That was probably a yeah. highlight for me, actually. Great really, song. Uh, do you know what? I was... Um, because it was a bit weird. Because I had it stuck in my head. Um, but in my head, not relating it to him before yeah. the day before. Um, mm. And then he, yeah, but yeah, he's a really good song actually. Very soulful. Um, yeah, he he's got a perfect voice. Do you know what? He's really big on percussion. He's very bluesy. Um, yeah, he's imagine. really big on percussion. He's got um, yeah two drummers, um, and then he had three, four keyboards, and a bass player. The bass player made it, to be honest, because he, you know, bass players get knocked a lot. Actually, they don't get recognition they deserve. But without them, you really notice. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was probably the tightest band I've ever heard. Um, like the most professional, I'd say. But yeah. And then he finished on a searcher's cover, uh, when you walk in the room, which is a bit odd, but he did it really mm. well. But the, the crowd like loved him. I was one of the youngest there. That's quite quite odd. I can imagine, but, uh, yeah. But um He knows yeah. he obviously knows his audience, doesn't he, and what songs to, to play. Mm. It's weird. Yeah. He didn't talk much, but he had still had control of the crowd. He, you could tell he's a bit of a character. I mean, mm. he looked like JR. And by that, I mean JR from Dallas and Jim Ross from wrestling. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had one of them hats on. A Stetson yeah. type thing. Um, and a little white goatee. Uh, but yeah, he nice. was he was really, really good. Really good. Glad I went. So, um, so yeah, that's that's been my my evening. I, was, I had a bit of tap hat before. That was good. That's a really good restaurant, well, actually. It's this little tapas bar well, in the old town of Folkestone uh, yeah. called El Cortador. And um, it's not very... Sp- I didn't see one Spaniard behind the counter <laughs> or our side of the counter, but the food was really good. I like tapas because you don't get too full. You can eat as much or, little, or as little as you want. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll have to go there one day. Maybe for lunch or something. That'd be quite a good way to do it. I think the kids would enjoy it as well. Yeah, so, um, I spent my evening watching the mighty Arsenal destroy Aston Villa. 
Yeah, you, I do you know what? I ain't even seen any of it because obviously I got in quite late last night and I've only just got up. It's Saturday morning, by the way, for anyone who's interested. It's first yeah. thing Saturday morning. So I've not had a chance to even I saw we were, we were brilliant. You know, you know, like it yeah, like it was against Spurs that first half. Yeah. We come out the block the come out the blocks like that again. Just blew like half an hour, twelve, thirteen shots, something like that on goal, and then we finally got a goal after I think it's twenty four minutes in and then Got the the penalty after the full time uh, half time whistle had blown. Like, well, hang on. Bowl, so, uh, one one was a penalty. The second one was a pen. Who took it? And uh, no, Bamiang. I thought Martin Rowe got two Ma- goals. No, he scored one, made one. Oh, oh well, my app it came through saying he got two. Nah, that's Party, what's confused me there. Uh, Bamiang and uh, Bamiang. Well, Martinez saved the penalty. Oh, did and he? then Abam- slotted it away because it comes straight back to him. And then mm. Martinez looked like he was crying on the ground. He was being booed every time he, he got the ball, which was hilarious. Was right? he? Yeah, because of, co- yeah, of his comments saying that he's gone to a yeah. bigger club and things. He's going to have to expect that. But, you know, he hasn't. <laughs> of course he hasn't. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, we've we got a crowd, the perspective. The, he had a good, he had exactly. a good three months. Exactly, yeah. He, he wouldn't have ever gone to somewhere like Villa if he didn't have that three months. No, he'd have gone, gone on a free and ended up at back of Reading or something. Or somewhere. Like that. Yeah, somewhere like that. But he's a good keeper. I'll give him that. He's a good keeper. Crowds were singing um, Aaron Ramsdale, he's better than you, to him for a lot of the night. Probably is. And he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His distribution is awesome. He's like the English Edison. Yeah, he is. He made a big mistake last week, though. Uh, on Monday, mm-hmm. huge mistake, yeah. but that's the only mistake I've seen him make so far. He's 23 years old, so that's young for a goal, isn't it? So you're going to have to expect a few of them, I guess. But English as well, so you've got to think he's probably going to be the next England keeper. Mm. I'm kind of willing, um, what's his name, Pickford to start uh, pissing about now so he gets dropped because yeah. it's great having the England number one. He never seems to do it for England, though, Pickford, does no, he? No, he doesn't. He seems to, to make clangers for Everton every now and then, but yeah. ever, uh, for England, he, he seems pretty solid. Obviously a pride thing, which is good, actually. You mm. can't complain. Yeah. No, of um, course not. We've got we've got some good keepers. We've got some good English youngsters coming through. I was saying last night that Southgate's so lucky with the, the English youngsters he's got to, to pick from. It's a, it's a really... Um, it's going to be difficult for him, but it's, it's a good a good thing, isn't it? Well, it's not a coincidence that the past two tournaments we've got very far. So, mm. you know what I mean? And it's only going to get better, I think. That, I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. The, uh, Smith Rowe's got to be now probably yeah. getting into the England squad now. Um, Car- Carragher was waxing lyrical about him. He's like, he's the fastest player I've seen dribble with the ball in the Premier League. It, I, can't even, like I can't even like compare him to anyone from the past. It's not, you know, he's not... Um, I always think, you know, he's not really a bird camp, although he plays in that position um, sometimes anyway. Yeah. But then I can't think of anyone who he's like. Maybe who he's like. like Haleb a little bit or something, someone like that. You, like, yeah, he was more of a winger, wasn't he? But even like outside yeah. of the club, like he's not a skulls, is he? He's, um, no. It's, uh, it's one, one maybe more of a Lampard. Simply... Maybe more of a Lampard or further up yeah, the pitch. Without, without the goals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. But then he's only, he only made his Premier League debut, what, seven months ago, eight months ago, something like that. So 
Yeah, he was injured for a long time, wasn't he? Yeah, it's astonishing, really, how 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 they've come on with him with him in Saka. It's unbelievable. It's um yeah so yeah it's uh, excellent. Right, we've got... Anyway, we didn't say who the first song was. We've just gone straight into um. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've got no script, have we today? Not that we have a script. But... We have a running order normally, but um... yeah. So that was yeah. the Tenters, wasn't it? With Goodwill and uh, their Instagram. It's a really good. Ter- I really like that tune actually. And their Instagram is the Tenters Music, and on it they say they'd like to um get a, a song on FIFA, which is always iconic, isn't it, when you can get a, a, a song on FIFA? That's a good, tangible ambition, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is, Because, yeah. It's, you know, I'm not saying it's easy at all, but they're the sort of band that would get a song on FIFA. Yeah, yeah. It's, and then and that's so much exposure. Song, what song reminds you of FIFA? Have you got one? Kasabian Clubfoot, probably. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a couple Robbie Williams, songs. this one. Yeah, Song to Blur. I think that was yeah, on like FIFA. Yeah, 98, wasn't it? And Fool's Gold was on one as well. That that was really, I can't remember what. Yeah, it was on one. Like 2015 or 14 or something like that. For not knowing that. Yeah. I remember, I only know, I only remember that because when we was at that Stone Roses gig, there was a a lad next to us and we just got chatting about FIFA when there was an interval yeah. or whatever. And he said, I, I said, you're really young. Why are you in, into the Stone Roses? Yeah, to get his, get his perspective on it, and he said because he, he first heard them on FIFA, and then he was hooked after that. Yeah, it's quite a good world, like a good topic to talk about. We'll put a question about about this, I think. Yeah, not just about FIFA, but there's tracks that are linked to computer games like Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, so, there's uh, loads of different ones. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. It's um, yeah, I mean, I mean, the exposure you get is ridiculous. I mean. Mm. And that is a good. If you, I suppose if you're an older band, that's a good way of getting to young people, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Not yeah. that you really need not that the Stone Roses need to, but it's a it's a good thing. No, it's just yeah. yeah. So Oasis have never been on there, have they? Not to my not knowledge, no. no. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what song. What song would make a good FIFA song? What Oasis song would make a good FIFA song? Fucking in the bushes. <laughs> 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 I don't know, actually. They haven't really got... Uh, it, it needs to be really high tempo, doesn't it? Yeah, it needs to be something. Mind you, then Bring it all down. Not... Yeah. Hmm. Chocolate like Lightning, Columbia, something like Columbia, that. Columbia, maybe, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. that's That was yeah. the Tenters. Uh, reminds us of Tenterton, a, a village by us. Tenters, Goodwill. And they're from uh, Lincolnshire and Cambridgeshire. And I think they're a quartet. So Yeah. Do you know what? It follows on quite well because they've got a very similar sort of sound to Sam Lambeth. You know, that sort yeah. of casty, um, sort of feel-good 90s Britpop sound but brought forward to this age as well. You know, as, as, soon as, I, as soon as I heard them, I thought cast. I thought this is, yeah. you know, this, um, what's the guy out of cast? I can't remember his name. John um, Power. Uh, John Power, yeah. We missed him, didn't we, the other day? Yeah. Oh, I'm really gutted. We didn't. I don't know how we didn't hear about that. No. Uh, but basically, know. John Power was doing an evening with at the Forum, um, which is a venue near us. Um, very small, intimate venue. And the worst thing is, there were tickets available on the day. And which I, there never is for that place either. No, and that's astonishing. Why isn't it? Why isn't he selling out? I mean, he should do. But mm. I think a lot of people. Uh, 
he's he's quite niche, isn't he? I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think he sort of disappeared out of music for a while, wasn't he? And yeah, we should um, we should definitely try and get to him um, wherever he goes. <laughs> what did no, I, don't mean, I don't mean like a you know in a you know assassination. You've been watching watching The Godfather of Harlem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 not like that. But uh, we should try and find out. Uh, maybe we'll uh, keep an eye on his tour and try and catch him somewhere. Um, and then maybe yeah, talk to him for a podcast interview, actually. Yeah, maybe we'll message him and see, He'd be a see good what one. he does. Yeah, he would. Really good. Yeah, so... Really, really um, good. Interestingly, so might... could, uh, just, just a happy birthday to Richard McNamara from Embrace. I'll put yeah. that on our, our podcast, on our Instagram later, but I noticed it was his birthday today. That's good. So, yeah. Yeah. If anyone's got any suggestions for gig, uh, guests and and stuff, and we we try and get them on. If you if you send yeah. send us some like realistic ones, not like the Pope or, or something, John Bon Jovi or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah, do please do who you'd like to see. Um, it's very difficult to get hold of these people generally, but we have our ways. Uh, uh, you know, we do we do manage to, uh, as you can see, we manage to get a few good guests on. So. Uh, the next episode we do a guest on, by the way. Uh, I hope it's going to happen. Um, you can never tell with this guy. So, <laughs> you can never bloody tell. Um, <clears throat> but I hope it's going to happen. So, um, yeah, hopefully there'll be a guest on for you next week. Uh, excellent. Yeah. So, um, really sort of lost on this because we just decided to do this, like, literally three quarters of an hour ago, which is, <laughs> is good. So, have we got we got a question? Should we do? Yeah. Have you got a Which question? question do you want to do, do you want to do the band's artist you've seen most, or do you want to do what's the single most memorable gig moment of your life? Do the band's one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. So got obviously got loads and loads of these. So this is what band artists have you seen the most? Yeah. So we'll start with. Tom Murray music. Who's a, he's got a new music out actually. So go and mm. give him a listen. He said Oasis or Paul Paul Weller. Yeah, there's a lot of Oasis, by the way. Yeah, cool. K. <laughs> uh, Taroos says Kings of Leon. Wow, that's, that's quite a good one because they're not always here. No, I mean it'd be so, good to um, hear how many times because that could be once. Yeah. Never seen anyone else. Yes. <laughs> no, I doubt it. I doubt you put that if that was the case. He's beating me 1-0 then if that's if that is the case, because I've not seen Kings Leon. I'd really like to see him. Yeah. Uh, I should go to America to see him. Yeah, that's that'd be good. Rocket 83 put Ocean Colour Scene slash Shed Seven. They're the, they're the two they're that quite good. She yeah. Northern. I, yeah, I imagine. I think, I think so. she was at neighbourhood, wasn't she? She was a neighbourhood, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lizzie put NKOTB. That's new kids on the block, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Don't delete me. I was young. She's put. We oh, that's might have enough. to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're uh, American, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know a lot about them, but yeah. No, no I, nothing. Well, I want to know anything uh, about them, actually. So. Uh, Nathan put Depeche Mode. That's quite a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny old band. Like, in terms of um, their sort of uh, what they dress like and all that sort of stuff. But they're, they're yeah, really yeah. good. Their music, excellent, actually. Love them. From Battledon. 
Don't they? Yeah. I think he's Basildon. Oh. He's Essex. Yeah. Pretty sure he's Basildon. Yeah, he's from Essex somewhere, yeah. Uh, Went to an Only Falls Horses convention there once. My only experience <laughs> of Basildon. I can't think yeah. that, I can't say I've ever been there, I don't think. This you haven't missed much. Sorry to the people of Basildon, if you're listening. Is that where Bas- Bas Vegas is? Is it there a nightclub and they call it Bas Vegas or something like that? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> us and only us said the charlatans. I've seen them quite a few times. Yeah. Uh, just Justine put Nick Mulvey. Who's that? I don't know. Bear with me. I'll go for it. Just go for a couple more. Nick yeah. Nick Mulvey. Uh, he's going to show our age because we're too young. He's 36 we're, years old. We're either too young or too old. He's an English musician, singer-songwriter, plays in, played the hang as part of, a, as a founding member of the band Portico Quartet. I don't think we're going to be slated for not knowing who Nick, Nick Mulvey is. What the fuck's a hang? It's an instrument. <laughs> oh, and I'm a musician. And I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> she, plays, uh, she plays the ukulele. So, Does she? Yeah, she's really good, actually. You should watch her video. She's really good. Oh, I think I know who you mean, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah very good, actually, yeah. I like her yeah. ukulele. I can't play one. My fingers are too big. But two fat sausage fingers. <laughs> Charlie could play ukulele, weirdly. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, that's good. Yeah. Um, uh, he looks right. quite uh, like a. He's, he's had a it? yeah. He's had a Mercury Music nomination. Oh, okay. So it's not like one of them stupid ones where, like, they're like a novelty. They're not. He's not. He looks like he's a, a decent artist. Legit. And he's and he's married to someone called Isadora Mulvey. Um, don't know what she does. Actress, I think. Yeah. I might look him up later on Spotify. Do you know what? Sometimes this is how it works, isn't it? You've never heard of someone. Someone says something and then you, you uncover yeah, a hidden yeah, gem. Yeah. It's normally new, it's normally new bands, though, not one that's that's been already nominated. Yeah. But anyway, Craig Thompson, if you remember that guy, says uh, mm. 21 pilots. You, has he actually seen them? Do you think? I don't know. I don't is. know if that's a, a joke. They're or, a, what? Yeah, but they're quite a good band. They're a young people's band, didn't they? I hate yeah. saying this because it makes me sound like <laughs> old, but um, but they're quite big, aren't they, with the younger generation? Um, they're not yeah. bad. They're not bad. I quite like um, the hype. Is probably my favourite song by them. It's a sort of um, electronic indie sound, American, mm. I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mal said Pink Floyd and ACDC both. Six times each over the last 35 years. Both bands are incredible live. I bet they are. Bloody Pink Floyd is lucky there, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, ACDC we're up, still we're touring up at the right some time, form. really, there, didn't he? Yeah, definitely. I mean, bloody hell, he's really lucky there. I mean, to, like, they had a short career, really, Pink Floyd, but what an impact they've had on music. And ACDC as well. Some of the, um, as a guitarist, they're, they're unbelievable. Like, just mm. unbelievable band. Um, but as I say, they tour a lot, but obviously their um, their lineups changed so much over the years, and it's just it's they're not. I mean, they had Axel Rose singing from a little while ago, um, 
because the lead singer got he got ill. Um, so yeah, it's a good, yeah, good, good from Maldi. Well done, Martin. Martin Leary says stereophonics. He's a lucky, lucky man. You can actually hear that in his music a bit, can't you? Mm. If he's a big fan of them, um, yeah, we've never seen him. They evade us every time, don't yeah, they? Yeah, criminal. We need to definitely need to resurrect that. Resurrect that. What's the word? Rectify. Re- rectify. Yeah. yeah. Resurrect would be as if we had seen them before, and we had seen them for years, so we'd have to re- resurrect them to us. But that's not the case. So I just got a word wrong. <laughs> just trying to dig myself out of a rather ugly hole. <laughs> Cardio Giggower uh, says Liam Gallagher. Okay. He yeah, must be quite... a bit younger than us then. Yeah, I, I think so. I've... Yeah, it's the same. Quite a lot of people, people are younger than us. So Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. He... Theme of the show. Yeah. I tell you what, just on that note, the more I can't stop thinking about Nebworth. I, I, um, I don't think I've ever been this excited for a gig. I, don't, I think the last time I was this excited for a gig, and I'm going off on a tangent here, um, <clears throat> was when Oasis announced their gigs in 2005 and we got tickets in late 2004 for those I was really excited then this is like yeah. that now I can't stop thinking about it and Kasabian as well yeah. I'm anyway. so glad I'm so glad I booked that hotel I, yeah I'm yeah, just yeah. so glad because yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous otherwise I just um, I just can't wait to be in that field drinking beer frying in the sun <laughs> if it rains the whole event's ruined uh, yeah, I guess so. It might add to it. But I doubt it. Anyway, uh, Fate of the Sun, on that note, says Liam Noel Oasis. Yeah. Well, yeah, that would be the same for us, really, wouldn't it, I think? Yeah. I we'll think come so, to yeah. ours in a moment. Uh, William Warren says Placebo uh, Tori Amos. It's a dead heat between those two. I'd love to see it again. Placebo have evaded me. They don't tour very often. They're doing one festival next year, and it's it might well be the week of Nebworth or the week before um, in Derbyshire. Uh, I would love to see them. Absolutely love to see them. But they don't tour very often. And then Tori Amos, don't really like her. I'm afraid. That's an artist. Well, I don't know her as a person. <laughs> but yeah. It's... Yeah. Uh, the Hazy Boy says elbow, and he's seen them fourteen times. Bloody, bloody hell! That's, That's a commitment a, and a half. Yeah, it? yeah. Elbow are quite good actually. I always forget about them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fourteen times. Bloody that must hell. be a record. Don't you get bored? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> They're do not. They like... new, do they have new stuff? Are... They're um. They did this isn't a criticism of like Elbow. No, of course it's not. But they're, um, they're not a band that you can really get into, I don't think. I don't know, really. We'll have to, maybe we should go watch them and that might change our mind about that. They're, they're probably I think they'd be good live. good live, but I don't know if I... I suppose people could say the same about us. With the that reminds me, yeah, because they always get them <clears throat> confused with doves because I think that Guy Garvey and Jimmy Goodwin have a similar look about them and they're both from that area. But did you hear yeah. about Doves cancelling their tour? Yes, yeah, that's a shame, isn't it? 
it's really bad. It's really bad. I mean, no, I don't mean bad that they shouldn't have done it. I, but I mean, it's he must be in a really bad way to do that because mm. it's not till next year, is it? Next summer no. or next spring? Um, and it's it's a brave decision. So you obviously can't see himself feeling any better um, between now and then. I mean, it's, I feel really sorry for him. A really good band. As well. I've seen them live. Yeah. Actually, my first ever band I saw live with Duffs. Really good. Um, yeah, it's really. Yeah, hope he gets. Hope he gets better soon. Um, and I can get yeah. back on the road. But I was just thinking, like, that there was, I don't think there's been any ill feeling about that, actually, because sometimes you do get the old dick that's like, oh, we pay for these tickets. Um, but if you if he was doing it, I think, oh, just, it made me think that the pressures that musicians are under to work through situations like that. It, but if you're in a normal job and you're feeling bad like that, you would get signed off or you'd take time off, wouldn't you? You'd, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all he's doing. But as a musician, that makes headlines. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I just, it was just, it was sad to see that yesterday. I saw it come up yesterday on the enemy. At least, at least it seems like he, he's actually going to get a little bit of help. And yeah, yeah, work, yeah. Work, yeah, he's taking, he's, he's tackling it, obviously. Yeah, um, so that's that's a good thing. I, I guess that's the first yeah. step of it. Is but it is, it is sad to see that he's obviously yeah. feeling in such a bad situation. He can't do something he loves for his fans, mm. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. They'll be back. Yeah. They'll be back stronger. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Go on, Carol. And. And last one I read, but uh, no, not least, is Dean. And can do you know what band he's in the most? Um, hang on, let me just. Oh, I should know this. I don't think you'll. I don't think you'll get it because I. I don't remember him. I would have thought he would have seen different bands. To he's seen Oasis a few times. Um. Kasabian, he's seen them a few times. Yes, yeah, Kasabian. Yeah, 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 I know he's been he's been to see them a lot. I went obviously Kasabian yeah. with him before. Um, yeah, he saw he's seen them in some funny little places. I think. Um, mm. I think he's seen Coldplay on, um, a few times. On Surge, I didn't spoke to him. Yeah, about yeah. Sorry, he, 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 you know, he he would be coming to see him in the summer in Epworth. <laughs> he ain't got a ticket. <laughs> I did. I did notice there's some resale ones on Ticketmaster, and they're going for about a ten or more than the original price at yeah. the moment. So if anyone needs one, just go on for the Saturday or or the Friday. Yeah. Just go on there and, and get it off of Ticketmaster. Just, I think it was like eighty eight pound with fees, something like that. Don't be like Dean. <laughs> anyway, and that's that's it. Uh, what I was just bloody. It's, just it's pretty obvious, it. isn't it, for us? I mean, it's a wasted stroke. Uh, no, stroke Liam, but I think you can't count them. So I've sit, we've seen Oasis so many times. The Foo Fighters um, are a very close second for me, I think. Well, I was thinking this. When, yeah, when I was thinking about this question, um, there's going to come a time soon where Foo Fighters overtake Oasis because tucked wood, Foo Fighters aren't splitting up. Oasis have split yeah. up. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so they're going to overtake the reunion because we'll be able to, we'll be able to add another well, one to it in, in the yeah, summer yeah. At, the re- at the reunion. Yeah, so. Dean won't be there. So, <laughs> oh, no. but the uh, uh, the <laughs> he's gonna kill he's us, gonna have to he? camp, he's gonna have to camp as well, isn't he? <laughs> One of these days, he's gonna turn up at our houses and fucking kill us. <laughs> he likes turning up unannounced as well. <laughs> yeah, he's one of them, isn't he? Yeah, uh, one of the turner uppers. Um, <laughs> and he does turn up his jeans as well, so yeah. I don't know if that's acceptable or not because sometimes I turn up my jeans, but we're up so short. 
I look like an idiot. So I think if they're skinny jeans, it's allowed. But anything other than skinny, you just look like a fat dad. <laughs> Which I am. <laughs> a, a fat dad at football trying to keep the bottom of his uh, boot cut jeans dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with high techs. <laughs> Nothing Never had a pair of high techs in my life, I don't think. I don't so, think I have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so apart from yeah, it's, it's Oasis of Foo Fighters. But what I did want to say is there's loads of these little filler bands. and I don't mean any disrespect by that, but bands like The Coral, um, Reverend of the Makers, um, there's a few others that are always bloody there. Do you know what I mean? They're either mm, at a festival yeah, or, yeah. At, or they're supporting someone. Um, I mean, I reckon I've seen The Coral six or seven times. In my life. Um, the Charlatans are another one. I mentioned them earlier. Not because... I, 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 would, I have chosen to see them. I have gone to their gigs before. But they just seem to be at festivals and stuff that I'm at. Which is yeah. good, because they're a really good band as a bonus. Um, Kasabian, I'd say the same thing, actually. Seen them um, as a support act a couple of times. It's crazy. Well, that's a good question. We should put out there, what, who's the best support act you've ever seen? Hmm. Because I was talking Foo to my dad fighters. last night, and yeah, the Foo Fighters were supporting. So Oasis. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was, uh, that's good. Thank you. Thanks for all those answers. You, you always was... get an idea of what our followers are like. You know, we. I mean, we we knew that Oasis would come up a lot, but um, some some unusual ones there. Yeah, there's there's quite a few that said Oasis. So I didn't read out just because it was a bit bit obvious. Yeah, bit 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 Brit poppy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, so we'll come back to our new regular uh, sector, sector, sec segment um, from Paolo's book. And this is a bit obvious, this one now. Because we um, haven't had much time to prepare, we've gone for a very obvious one. And we thought we'd get it out of the way early because there's some more uh, unusual ones um, going forward. I mean, we've got 48 to go. So I, re- <laughs> I reckon the next one, maybe we're put it to a vote with we pick a pick a pick I can't, I can't even talk pick a pop pick a, yeah that's what I was gonna say pick a couple of them out and put it to a vote on on the Instagram stories and then we we can do it yeah anyway so we're gonna talk about in uh what was it the 14th of August 1995 um the Battle of Britpop most people if you I mean if you don't know this story and you're listening to this get out yeah I mean like <laughs> What on earth are you listening to our podcast for if you don't know this story? Um, unless you're our mum. I don't think my mum would know this story. Uh, my mum don't listen. Nor does mine. She'd just tell me off all by swearing if she did. Um, <laughs> she fucking would, actually. Definitely. She'd uh, call me an embarrassment and stuff like that, I expect. Anyway, right. So, um, so 14th of um, August 1995, um, Originally, Blur were going to release Country House a week earlier, but then Damon Albarn got wind that Oasis were releasing Roll With It on the 14th of August, 1995. So being, and this is in the words of Paolo, being a competitive competitive man that he is, decided to bring the, uh, put back the release of Country House to release it on the same day as um, Roll With It. And, and it was huge. It got... But I remember it like it was yesterday. I was just saying earlier, I was in Scotland at the time and it was in the summer holidays. And and it was really, if you weren't a fan of either band, you were by the end of that weekend, by the mm. end of that week. It was a stroke of genius, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. 
It's a real north east south divide as well, which was strange that yeah. we was sort of in Oasis camp as well because um, for that reason, I think because really yeah. we should be Blur, we should have been Blur fans because of, of where they're from and stuff. But yeah, we weren't. It is odd, but then it's one reason for that, and that was how great the music was. That's yeah, what yeah. It, it's what it came down to. The Oasis were, in my opinion, their music was better than Blur's. And that's what it yeah. came down to. I'm not saying that Blur's weren't any good because it was fucking brilliant, but Oasis were just another level. And they survived yeah. longer. They did yeah. survive longer. I know Blur haven't technically split up, have they? But they're not they're not exactly active, are they? Um no. so it was just it was crazy. I mean the two songs that they were picked to go head to head, I don't know if there was any sort of, um, they weren't the best tracks from either band. So maybe there was a bit of this to get those songs out, like to get some, to boost those songs. I don't know. I mean, Roll of It's always really good live. Um, mm. When we last saw Liam in Brussels, that's one of my only memories was that song. Um, uh, so that was great. Uh, but country, at the time, I actually preferred Country House. I think that was a better song at the time. Um, yeah. And it was a bit more of a novelty, wasn't it? And all that with bloody Matt Lucas and Keith Allen and all that involved. Um, it was a great time for music. It was a great time for Britain and society. Uh, Country House won, didn't it? Yeah. Outsold it by, I think it was like 50,000 copies or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which actually, actually at the time wasn't a huge amount. Um, no. But if it was now, I mean, that would be a whitewash, wouldn't it? Um, but there was lots of records sold at the time. Did you have you ever heard the story about? Um, I'd never heard it before, but I, until a couple of weeks ago, and I was reading about it again. That Oasis were claiming that there were forty barcodes, and that's why the sales were down on some of the singles. I have heard something like this. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a documentary I watched ages ago that alluded yeah. to this. That's how a grape so is. Of course it is, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that the Country House was a more... Um, it, it was more of a pop song, wasn't it? Yeah. Roll yeah. With It wasn't yeah. for everyone. Roll With It no. was for Oasis fans. Country House was for anyone. I think, and I think that's why he probably did it. He probably knew that, Damon. And he knew it was a bit of a novelty song and all that sort of stuff. It was about their mm. manager, wasn't it, that left them and then went to... Yeah. Retired to the countryside, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, it, thinking back, it was a good song. It was a really good song. Both songs are great, but at the time, um, I did prefer Country House, and I just thought there were better songs around at the time. I always wonder why Oasis released "Roll with It" ahead of something like "Champagne Supernova" or mm. "Morning Glory." Why, why, why not release the title track? That would have pissed all over the charts back then. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I suppose I didn't need to, did they? I suppose they just because they knew that everyone would buy that album, so they hear it anyway. Yeah, I'm just as familiar with those sort. Well, I think we all are. If you take anyone, like my missus would be just as familiar with um, Champagne Supernova as probably more familiar with Champagne Supernova than Roll with it. I'd say, which is weird. Probably because mm. I play it more than the house. Actually, it's probably what it is. <laughs> no, but it's a huge song, isn't it? So, um, yeah, yeah, that was. That showed how much power uh, Britpop had at that time. 
And it mm. pretty much, that pretty much got rid of Pulp as well at that time as well. It made it more just about Oasis and Blur. So, but we'll, um, I think what we should do at some point is do an episode on Oasis v Blur mm. and then we'll try and pick one in yeah. an unbiased way. We need, we need a, a big we Blur get, fan. We, Helen. If she, yeah, we get Helen on, hopefully. Uh, and then have a war, go to war. Maybe she can yeah. get someone else on. It should be like, really a, we could do like a court, court case. Like, she puts yeah. her statements across. We put our statements across. Then we'll have a she's fight. Got have, she's got to know someone that, that's really into Blur, and then we can do like 2v2 and hope and do it like that. Maybe. Yeah, she's got a friend that she, she used to go to watch Blur with all the time. Yeah. I don't know if they'd still talk, but. Um, there's an idea anyway. Or just That's get Graham Coxon on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about Lucas? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, should we move on to the next question? Yeah, you're, I'll do that. I'll do that next one. So, the question is, so it's really taken ages to load. It really pisses me off. Right. What was the single most memorable gig moment of your life? <laughs> Quite uh, a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite a few. Um, Craig Thompson put Nebworth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he's been a plonker, isn't he? Yeah, he would have been six or seven. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Next. Uh, cardio gig go- goer said, I pulled a funny face at Brandon Flowers and he turned away laughing. That's quite a good one. Like, yeah. I, w- I want to know what the funny face looks like, though. Yeah, can you send us a picture of that funny face, please? <laughs> <I can't. laughs> like, is it like a gun? Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> uh, Oasis, Main Roads, I went to Nebworth, but went a bit sideways. I'd like to know what that means as well, Nathan. Who's that? What, that uh, Nathan Wind. Right, what happens, right, I'm going to, my perception of that is he got so hammered he can't remember. <laughs> yes, that's what I think. That's but, what I think. right, it might be something more serious than that, so we shouldn't cast aspersions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Murray said, a crowd of random people coming together when Oasis perform live. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, no. well, we, oh, well, my mind is... Immature. Right. <laughs> A crowd of random people coming together. What? Should have just left it at that. That's right. Like, when Oasis Woodstock. performed Live Forever in Finsbury Park. I, I was there. Can't remember it. You didn't uh, join the masses then. <laughs> no, I didn't go do what they were doing. So. <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, Gallagher it was a long girl. time ago. Nearly 20 years ago, that gig. Oh, sorry. I know what he means. He means... Yeah, um, yeah, but they they all, like, group together and hug and jump up and down or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, Yeah, Obviously not the... Yeah. I hope it means that. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Scorpions, Rainbow, June 1982, Madison Square Garden, Gallagher Girl 65. I think she's... I think she lives in, like, Manhattan or somewhere, I think. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, so uh, Fate, Fate of the Sun says, hearing the bass intro uh, start for I Want to Be Adored, Heaton Park. See, right, who was that? Sorry, Fate of the Sun? Yeah. He's got the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He's got the question. I tried to word the question. I think I did word the question quite clearly. Single most memorable moment. Single yeah. most memorable moment. <laughs> the dog's just uh, decided to let itself in where I am. <laughs> well, I don't know where my cat is. He was here. He's not here anymore, actually. If you, if you hear snoring in the next five minutes, it's the dog. Yeah. Not, not me. With this <laughs> content not, that I'm... With not that boring. <laughs> I get, I completely get that though, because I, I love yeah. that when you go see the Stone Roses and that intro. That's one of my, that's one of my best moments, to be honest. Yeah, that is really, really good. Mm. Uh, not reading that one. <laughs> First note I ever saw David Gilmore play. His opening note on "Shine on You," Crazy Diamond. Mal says. I guess right. that was for his, one of his six gigs at Pink Floyd. Yeah. Uh, that will be good. Yeah. Uh, again, again, he understands the question. Yeah, yeah. Have a house point. Uh, <laughs> Cliff Scott Clifford says seeing Noel Gallagher in Manchester, completely different vibe in to in the US, which can get yeah. home homecoming gig is gonna be much better, isn't it? Yeah, and crowds American getting... crowds are very different to yeah. UK crowds. Is what I'd say. Uh someone said probably having a lovely cuddle at the city of Manchester Stadium with a curly head hunk from Kent. Ah. Who's that? I don't know. Oh dear. Some some young lady. A cuddle? Okay. Is that a gig? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit yeah. weird. And uh <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> that is that's very odd. I'd like to know I reckon that's right. Manchester, because they don't even kid. say they, who... they're not cuddling us, by the way. <laughs> like, I ain't got curly. No, nor have I. He doesn't even say what band. City of Manchester <laughs> Stadium. That could be could be anybody. Could be a big band. What, yeah, what thing to, to say? Fill out a fill out a stadium. Anyway, on to last kind of oasis. but not, not least oasis. again. Probably Oasis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dean says, "You, Graham, getting punched at Baby Shambles is his." Uh, Favourite memory of a gig. That's nice of him, isn't it? I completely forgot about that, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, basically, um, it was it was a gig from hell, if I'm honest, because I remember going out the night before and I was I had the flu or something. I wasn't very well and I really couldn't be asked to do any of this. Anyway, I thought, because you're hardcore at that age, because we was only about 20, I thought I'd go along and, and you know, still enjoy the gig. It was when Pete Doherty was at his worst in terms of up to his old tricks when he was on a curfew. Do you remember that um, court case? He was uh, he was up because he was blackmailing that Max Carlish and all that. Mm. And he was on a curfew. He had to be home by half ten and in bed. Um, so the gig was a bit weird because he was late and he only then he had to go. So he only did like forty five minutes. He had a bit of an episode on stage and ended up having a fight with his own guitarist. Which was just really <laughs> fucking weird. And yeah, the bloody we was down and now pretty much mosh pits for those gigs with him. And um the crowd are going nuts, and I'm in the middle, just got punched square on in the jaw. <laughs> lost a shoe, I managed to get the shoe back, but then lost a zip up top and um never got that back. Oh. I'm pretty sure I had a broken jaw. It's fucking Did horrible. You get punched at the streets as well, or am I making that one up? Well, just recently. 
No, the, the, the gig that you said. No, about. it was the same. It was a similar sort of time. It was about three weeks before the street. So that's probably what it was. Oh, okay, that's, yeah. So it was at that time within that three weeks. But yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. No, that was it. So thanks for those. Yeah. I'm not scared I of just... the geezer that did it. <laughs> <laughs> I shoved him. I shoved him out of the way. Anyway. Good. <laughs> well done. I'm going to knock his fucking block off. <laughs> Which incidentally is what he did to me. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, he was just a thug. So, should no place for that kid. Um, no, hopefully, that doesn't happen in November when we go and see him. <laughs> yeah, it might do. Um, what's yours? Uh, I don't know. I quite like the I quite like the baseline the when being kicks in. There's so there's so many. It's difficult to pick one, isn't it? Yeah. But I, I did ask the single um, most, yeah. you know. Okay. <laughs> um, but I can't do it. I don't think I can because there's so many. I just don't know. It's really t- it's a tough question. That um, I think not at a Stone Roses for me. The baseline to treat, uh, you want to I want to be adored. But actually, the first time I saw Ian Brown at the Brixton Academy. And when that mm. came on, that that was a really good gig. That was one of the best ever gigs I've been to. It was that was when Noel came on, and Ian Brown was probably at the height of his solo career. I'd say at that time, he was so he was just brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. But he was better as a front man than when we saw him with the Stone Roses, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably got uh, hard, no memories of gigs rather than one memory. That's the problem, gigs. isn't it? Yeah, I think for me. Um, when fucking in the bushes came on at Wembley the first time I saw um, Oasis, and then they went straight into Go Let It Out because it was also new. I was sixteen, and it was also new to me. It was unbelievable, and I was right down the front at Wembley. The old Wembley was huge. Don't forget mm. um, that, and probably when fucking in the bushes came on at City of Manchester Stadium. When the barrier, when the barrier broke here, that was that's a when oh, yeah. That's a, so a good when memory, that's it. That, that, yeah. When fucking in the bushes came on, and then they went straight into um, Turn Up the Sun, which was mm. amazing live. And it'd be so good to hear that again. But it was Andy Bell's song. Yeah. And then the barrier broke, wasn't it? So that was a really unique memory. And you had Noel just entertaining the crowd, telling jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, that. Some of the stuff they were they were doing while the barrier was broke, though, you'd never get away with it in this day and age, either. No, I mean bloody hell! That I no. you can't even probably can't even talk about it because it's that it's bad. Well, it's not derogatory. Yeah, you just can't you can't do that anymore. No, and they and people were just doing things for them, <laughs> which ridiculous. Yeah. Really, like someone says something and then, then hundreds of people start doing it. I know, like playing up. Yeah, and. There was some booing as well, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. was awful. I know. Imagine taking God. that in the rest of your life. Anyway. I yeah, if I did what they were doing, they'd be they'd be boo me as well. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, probably probably that for me. Not that bit. <laughs> Not that bit. The the derogatory yeah. bit. But the but the fuck uh, fucking in the bushes, turn up the sun. Cause the crowd were just starting to go and then it stopped. 
Yeah. And I don't know why that was. It's it's memory. It doesn't have to be a good memory, but it was a good memory. It was just because it was just bloody mental. It was such mm. a crazy gig that one. What I love one of my one of my good memories about gigs as well is um when you're leaving and everyone's singing. Yeah. I love that when you. Yeah, you know, yeah. Sing sing like an Oasis song or a Stone Roses song or something. And they're all singing it on the way out. That's, I think that's cracking when they do that. I remember that happened at. Um, Kasabian, we're talking about Kasabian so much lately, but um, at Earl's Court, they finished with Lost Souls Forever and literally all the way to the tube, that song was being sung. Yeah. Very loud, very loud. So, yeah. It's good, isn't it? That's a good question. Yeah. yeah. Even if half the people answered it generally rather than specifically. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Right, so we're nearly we're nearly done. Um, pet hate. Have you got pet hate? No, because I only done one two days ago. So uh, <laughs> nothing's really pissed me off. I haven't really got 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 one to be honest. Um, um I I've been... I have I have, and it's a fu- quite a funny story as well. But go on, have you got something? No, nah, not really. All right, I'll I'll, I'll carry us. You go, one. you go, and then yeah, you go for it. Because <laughs> you're go, you're go. you're an angry little man, so <laughs> well, no, no, you've, I'm you've an angry little man on this one, right? <laughs> this this right. So my pet hate is people not being able to behave themselves in public, not being able to control their behaviour, right? Yeah, yeah. Incident yesterday, so I had to go and drop some paperwork off for for in my work, uh, which is right in the middle of town. Um, it's the old magistrate's court, interestingly. But anyway, um, the Clearly, I didn't see the first bit of this, but um, clearly someone had um, parked. Basically, what happened, I was just about to go into my work, and this Scotsman, who was very, very, very angry, said, just shouted across the road, I hope you get hit by a bus, you fat C-U-N-T. Automatically, I thought he was talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like... Who the hell do you think you're... Well, I didn't say it like that. I was a bit more uh, rude than that. I was like, who the effing do you think you're talking to? And he said, oh, no, sorry, not you. <laughs> it was a traffic warden. And I, I automatically just thought, I'm the fat C-U-N-T. <laughs> and he wants me to be hit by a bus. Um, but anyway, it just... It was a traffic warden. He'd obviously clearly parked in the wrong place. And I think, yeah. like, no one fucking... Ate, no one really liked traffic wardens. All right, let's, let's be honest. But... Most people that get a ticket get a ticket knowing that they've they're parked and they've taken a risk. Yeah, yeah. Right. We all know it. Like um we all do. It's a bit different sometimes if you don't know the area, for instance. I mean even a Scotsman, so maybe he didn't know the area, but there's no need to react like that. No. To wish someone gets hit by a bus because they've done their job. That's <laughs> the problem. Is there's a lot of there's a lot of abuse and a lot of hatred towards people. Um I, you know, I don't know why you'd be a traffic warden. I, I take that job, but but it's a job. And some people don't have choices, do they? You know, that's no, no. that's a job I'd offer to them. <clears throat> um, if I was that traffic warden, I'd make it my mission to make that man's life hell. I, I think I'd really like to be a traffic warden. <laughs> I'd be like Don Jolly. I think if I was <laughs> not on my patch, I'd be putting <laughs> tickets on buses at bus stops. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I just thought it just it's just so unnecessary to shout that out. Right, and the way he did that as well, this is what annoyed me. There was a um a mum walking past with her two small children. Oh. And I just think if anyone's a 
And that's the worst thing. He wasn't exactly built like David Beckham. He was a very rotund man. Yeah. But to anyone's the fat C-U-N-T, it's you, mate. <laughs> so, you know, and me, because I thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mind you, if it was Ashford Town Centre, you could have, um, I bet, about 20 people turned around and looked at him and wondered if it was them or not. <laughs> automatically thought he was addressing me but um, oh Ashford Town said it's horrendous these days isn't it, it it's really got worse is it's got worse and worse did you see that review by the um, that secret drinker about the what for, for George yeah, yeah just saying like Ashford's literally got nowhere I totally agree with that the George because yeah. last time I was in there it, it was dead you can't tell, you can't even pay on card no and you, you don't even get a thanks for using like Anything you don't, it's a shit so, owl, isn't it? Yeah, there's our review. <clears throat> I don't know how it survived. There are some nice bars in Ashford, though, so just stay to the cultureless place. I just think it's just, just to, to, well, we alluded to this on the last episode. Uh, yeah. when we said about doing a gig, we couldn't work around where we live. Um, yeah, interestingly, um, not going to give away too much, but. Literally, just after we talked about that, um, we we made progress without making pro- without deliberately making progress on that. So mm. there might be something yeah. happening Hopefully a bit sooner can... than you think. We first thought. So. Yeah, that'd be good if we can. Um, I ain't got a clue what I'm doing for dinner. So I've got hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, <Ooh. laughs> like uh, I don't know. Just like Frankfurter ones or something like that in, in Rolls. Sure, Charlie don't really like hot dogs. What bloody teenager don't like hot dogs? That's not one of my favourite things ever, hot dogs. Yeah, it's annoying because I quite like them, yeah. Um, such shit food though, isn't it, really? It's, it's just really, like, yeah, it's cost really about bad. a pound for eight of these <laughs> awful sausages. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I quite like them. They're really good in Germany, breakfast. Yeah, so I ain't got a clue. I ain't got a clue. Haven't thought about it. I'll, you know, I might. Just I on a, a, a side note, talking of about hot dogs, and just leads me to dogs. Um, mine snoring now. Didn't take long to yeah. get asleep. I've just registered with Battersea to try and adopt one. Have you? Yeah. Pretty yeah. Helen's big on that, isn't she? Mm. There's a yeah. big waiting list, isn't there, for Battersea? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I. I don't. Because of the circumstances, like with young children and things, it's got to be quite a all right dog. So that's why I think yeah. a lot of people struggle with adopting and that because you yeah. you have to have the perfect home for a lot of dogs, like no other animals and no children and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I remember my my dad adopted this cat once, and it was nuts. Like literally, <laughs> yeah. you couldn't get near it. It was yeah. nuts. Uh, I remember it basically hit itself around the back of their cooker. And if you went anywhere near it, it would like literally rip you to shreds. And it was obviously had suffered trauma and stuff like that. Yeah, and they had, yeah. to, um, they had to take it to a farm, basically. Not to be, not to be slaughtered and eaten. <laughs> but um, no, but it, it needed to be in a, 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 like a, a, a thing where it's got like space and other animals yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. You've got to be really yeah. like sure. I mean, our cat was adopted. I mean, he was five, I think, when we adopted him. And you could just tell he was fine. And you, uh, um, be guided by the people that are, like the Batsy people, because they'll be able to yeah, tell yeah. you what, what they're That's used it. to and stuff. 
So. I just want like a, a small a small one really. Just be be nice company for Bella as well. We're, what like a hang on? What what sort of small dog? Like not like I've got to figure out dogs that might as well be cats. Not not. I don't want a Chihuahua that sort of <laughs> size. I mean, sort of maybe like staff size, like a Staffordshire. A bullseye terrier. <laughs> yeah. A spaniel or something oh. would be quite good. I think they're quite nice dogs. Are they the ones with the really long ears? Yeah, yeah. You got a couple. Yeah. You got a King Charles and you got Cavaliers, and yeah, there's a couple of others. I need one because. Bella's an English bulldog. I need one that doesn't need as much walking because she yeah speaks she English as well. She's an English bulldog. Hour. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Can't. I don't think if it's a Chihuahua, they're not going to understand each other. No, no, of course not. No, no. Probably never. Look, they haven't been to each other's countries. I wouldn't have thought. Anyway, the um, yeah. If you get a big dog, you're buggered because they like a Labrador. Say they need walking like three times a day. Exactly three times a day. Yeah. A French bulldog, they might have a bit of an argument about like, the fishing situation. Patriotic and yeah, <laughs> Brexit fallouts. I'd love a French bulldog though, but they're vicious little gits, you know. French know. ones. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they, that's just they a look hilarious. Bit extra, bit extra of what I've sort of achieved in the last couple of days since the last yeah. podcast. But. I think um, a colleague of mine's on the waiting list and she's been on the waiting list for about a year, so it might take some time. Yes, fine. Depending it's on your circumstances. There's yeah, loads of dogs it. there, isn't there? Yeah, that's the thing that's because the thing. everybody got the, everybody got these dogs for lockdown and not realizing that it's, they're going to eventually go back to work. Pisses me and, off. Yeah, and and now there's there's hundreds of thousands of dogs available. It's really stupid. And these person... people get get dogs as well and then just leave them at home all day to. Oh, you know, nothing that winds me up more than that. I hate that. I'd love a dog, but we don't have a dog for that exact reason. I know that we are here in the day, well, I am here in the day now. Not as much now. But if you can't be around, don't put that animal through it. It's just... No. Oh, I just think it's... Uh, and you get people that say, oh, they don't need it, but they're fine. They're not, because they're not supposed to be no, like they, that. They do like, need walking. <laughs> oh, my God. It just, it really pisses me off. That's what, there's yeah. one thing. It's more than a pet hate, even though it is about pets. Uh, they like... People that just think they can do what they like with animals, and even though there's clear guidance out there of what animals need, people that think they know mm. more than the experts. Like animals yeah. are living creatures that need to be, um, their environment needs to be perfect, really. That's it. Because it's, they, they, it's not your right to with, own an animal. That's it. And they suffer with these things like separation, anxiety. Oh, of course they do. They get very anxious. Like yeah. Yeah. Just be careful. Oh, it annoys me. And um, one day I will have a dog when I'm retired. When I can do it, when I'm, or if I get a job where I work different hours, but at the moment you can't leave a dog all day with not seeing people. No, it's just it's just wrong. So um, yeah, well hopefully it works out. Anyway, we've got off on a dog tangent there. Dog tangent, <laughs> dog dog tangent. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, what's the last track we got? Oh, should I introduce this one actually? Yeah, you you introduce this because yeah. you you found it. Uh, by your um so what happened was my my uh, soon to be father-in-law put me in contact with his um old i think an old navy friend um who was who's i think the story is their son-in-laws in his band from manchester uh technically salford and they're called tiger side um this is their first song i understand but it's brilliant it's called any contact and i think there's a lot of noise around them around the manchester area um it's very uh, it's got a very Manchester sound about it. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of influences from the bands we love in it. So uh, we thought it, yeah, deserves a play. 
So keep your eyes on these guys. Um, they are on um, all the socials and obviously on Spotify and all the streaming platforms. This is Tiger Side with any contact. <laughs>